This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. So please keep in your mind that we're not and never claim to be doctors. Yeah, we're just a couple of the dumbbells who love ourselves some fitnessy and want to help you with your fitnessy. And the help can start right nahasi. Now see who's he's... in the weight room. Who's in it? Brandon Gardner. Hi. Welcome to the weight room, actor, writer, comedian, boom, 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 UCB superstar, mm-hmm. uh, recent transplant from New York. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, just over a year. Just over a year. Yeah, Welcome to LA. The game. Thick out yeah. the uh, fucking uh, concrete jungle. <laughs> How's LA going for you? Uh, it's good. I like it. Having I made a, I think, smooth transition. A lot of people told me it'll take six months and I liked it immediately. Liked it immediately? Yeah. I was like, this is great. Were you in like a, um, the honeymoon phase and then it just hasn't, because uh, some people say that oh, it's it hard at the beginning. But then there's some people who do the honeymoon phase where they're like, this is great. Nice change of pace, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. And then that dies down. But now you've been here for about a year. So you would know. Like, yeah. The honeymoon would be over. Yeah, I think so. I've been in New York 11 years. So I think I was ready for something different. Um, do you have that thing? This happens to me and my wife a lot where when we know we're about to leave somewhere, like, um, like we're no longer going to be, you know, like hanging out at this place or we're not going to be in New York anymore or whatever. Like you start realizing the things you hate there. So it makes it an easier transition. Oh, that to makes leave. sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a phenomenon too, that happens to people as they age. Um, or I guess it's a, it's a theory that like, uh, I don't know if you have, or if you know, like older guys or, you know, I always think of like my dad who just talks about how like the world's, ending you know all the time <laughs> oh yeah and i'm like eh, probably not but it's just this way of like reconciling with death you're saying that like oh, nothing is as yeah. good as it used to be oh wow yeah and that, yeah so it could be like on the micro, micro happening you know where you're but 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 what about if you're getting overly excited about the thing that you're going to be doing next that's not I don't know. I mean, I guess oh, okay. it's kind of connected, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I was in connecting it to years where it's like, I need to get myself okay with leaving New York. Right. I hate the fucking cold. Right. I hate, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. another, you oh, know, yeah. or LA, like I got another parking ticket in this stupid neighborhood. Like I can't wait to leave. You I know? got a parking ticket recently for literally two minutes after. That the, sucks. The, uh, the, did you the, see uh, the person? No. I, well, <sighs> I, yeah, I was just, I was walking up with the stroller. It was like me, tra- the whole family. Uh, we, like, so it took it, like maybe we changed them or something. Right. But it's like two minutes, <sighs> really. Like, and I saw the printout and it said it was from two minutes uh, afterwards. It's maddening. The, the ones that infuriate me are where, like I got one one time, it was on a street sweeping. I could tell that the street sweeper had already gone through because it was wet. Yeah. So I just parked my car there. I was like, well, whatever this this right. uh, rule is there to enforce has been accomplished. Yeah. So right. now, nope, doesn't matter. Doesn't it's, matter. Yeah, they're not. They're going to the letter of the law, not Their the spirit of the law. Their work is done, but the like <laughs> the meter, meter yes. work <laughs> is never that done. Money. That's fucked, right? Yeah. That's fucked. I do like the uh, in in this neighborhood right now. Uh, I do realize that the meter maids and whatnot will walk up to a car. And if I'm walking my dog, they'll come over and ask me, hey, is this yours? 
that's, oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah. yeah. Rare. Yeah. And I'm like, Very nah, rare. man, that sucks. They're like, yeah, it sucks. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it another second. And he'll wow. just stand around and look around for a little while. Um, and and then he'll weird, give you the ticket. Weird sprinkling of humanity. Yeah. You rarely see that. But then that. I feel bad if somebody does come out and yells at him because they're yeah, not going to believe. Right. It's like, hey, fucker, I just, I just came out. And you can't give me that. It's like, I actually waited around for you. It's like, yeah. yeah. No, you didn't. Uh, thoughts, Brandon? Uh, I tried to. to we, we, derailed, yeah, yeah. we hijacked your. <laughs> I do try you're, you're to. Welcome to I LA story. The yeah. New York part of me still is if I can avoid driving, I will avoid driving. You walk it or you walk try it, to take, take the, the train? Metro. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, anytime I'm going downtown or North Hollywood, take hey man, the train. How often are you going downtown? All the time, right? You're a downtown guy. You know what? <laughs> Brandon Gardner, <laughs> the downtown month? hero. <laughs> And there's a little bit of New York in downtown, just like build, bigger buildings. I'm like, this yeah. is there's something here. There's something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah you go sports somewhere? games. Yeah, I'll go down. Oh, right. Right. You'll hit yeah. up LA Live. LA Live is my big spot. A huge spot. For I've sure. had to meet you there many times uh-huh. because that's where you want to hang out. I insist. On <laughs> I'm like, I wanted to do the podcast. Hey, let's do one <laughs> drink. LA Live. Meet me there. No. <laughs> meet me there half an hour. <laughs> 45 if you're driving. Uh, yeah. Unrelated to game seven. You know, just like meet me there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meet me there. Meet me there. The, it's a nice restaurant we'll I like. Watch you know? yeah. ESPN. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, speaking of Game Seven, you're a big uh, sports sports uh, NBA watching guy. Yeah, I used to be more other sports, and I sort of specialized, and so I just watch a lot of NBA. And Wait, you really specialized else. in watching sports it's, or NBA specifically? I used oh, to watch it. football. I don't watch football anymore. Really? Uh, not, not even really. Like the playoffs, I might watch, but sure. besides that. Um, and I watch a lot of NBA games. Who's your team? Kind of Knicks, but I was kind of uh, telling Eugene before, I've kind of gotten to a place where I'll sort of change based on like how teams are playing. So if yeah. I like one player, it's like I, I, like, I want to root for that person. What about these matter. West Coast teams? Any, do you like the way that any of them play? Like, what about the Trailblazers? Are they any good? Uh, Trailblazers I mean, are very like dependent on their star guards, yeah. so they're sort of limited. Always. Um, Terry Porter. Big uh, Clyde yeah. the Clyde. Yeah. Their the legacy day. extends <laughs> legacy even into now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to really like how the Warriors play, and I still like how they play. Um, and I don't begrudge Durant for moving over there, but I do think it made things more boring. Yeah, it changed the dynamic of yeah. the team. Yeah, yeah. They can't they can't ignore what they have, and so they're going to adjust the play around that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's and I liked the Thunder as like a rival. They were like a fun, very different team. And yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I I want the Lakers to get great again. It's yeah, like, right it now could, it's like, it could happen. Like they, yeah, yeah. It seemed impossible last or like two years ago. I was like, this is it's going to be garbage for like fifteen years. Yeah, but that's a, that's a good time to get in. Then now. it is. Yeah, but is man, it? if we get a Showtime Lakers situation again, oh, I mean, that's man. I wish I was the, in L.A. doing coke during that. Uh, lottery is <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah. could get a number one pick. Yeah. Uh, you wish you were in L.A. doing coke. You were somewhere else doing coke. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing coke uh, or anything. Yeah. Got it. The place but, to be doing this coke would be L.A. Oh, yeah. man. L.A. Showtime is the place Lakers. to do yeah. coke. Showtime mm-hmm. Lakers? Show when, like, Magic got AIDS, like, that, like yeah. before he knew he had it, right. but when he was, like, participating in the behavior that got him there. Yeah. Before all the consequences. Yep. I wish I was here uh, with, like, a big cell phone. and Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. Thick, <laughs> oh, yeah. Thick, big, full-face yeah. cell phone. Full-face cell phone. Showtime. A boxy BMW. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that ta- that's a tasty. That's mm-hmm. a tasty time in our life. The early 90s? Late 80s? Late 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah late 80s. Um, is that a strange fantasy or is that no, reasonable? You know what's crazy is I would never think that I would f- 
like fantasize about the late 80s, early 90s. And now that you bring those up, I'm like, because bad, right? (laughs) Yeah, because the thing is, is like, ah, the 70s are so cool. The 60s are cool. No way that the 80s are cool. And it's like, well, the late 80s, early 90s, especially there, it felt like it was ugly. And it was like, not that ugly. No. Lamborghini. Fucking uh, the Countach, like the, the weird, yeah, like Countach. Yeah, you gotta just yeah embrace the like party time materialism. Yeah, Porsche, yeah. Reaganomics, Reaganomics. Uh, yeah, no smartphones. You know, you you just you couldn't look things up on your phone. Right, started pagers, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, car phones, briefcase phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my friend's dad had a car phone. It blew my mind. Crazy, right? No. Did it have a big leather case around it? It did. Yeah, it did in like yeah. top buttons. It looked like a, <laughs> I like had this ColecoVision and it looked like a ColecoVision controller. Oh, I was yeah. like, this is, a, this is as futuristic as it gets. Uh, During that time in your life, Brandon late Gardner, 80s, late yep. 80s, early 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where did you grow what up? Was, what was your deal? What, what, what were you doing? I grew life? up uh, upstate New York in the Adirondack Mountains, in this little town called Saranac Lake. Were you a mountain man kind of? Uh, I was, I'm someone who I think much more appreciates where I grew up now than when I was there. Mm -hmm. I think when I was there, I would have enjoyed living either in a city or like somewhere that was warm enough. You could play sports outside all the time. Uh I didn't ski. And a lot of people where I grew up were really serious about skiing. But were you like, uh, like a lumberjack? No, I mean, like I chopped, we had like a, yeah, yeah you chopped wood, wood. I've chopped wood. Yeah. Were you a lumberjack as a baby is what Eugene yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a very baby. skinny baby. <laughs> Were you? I was very skinny. I mean, still pretty skinny, but I was like very skinny up until the beginning. You consider yourself skinny. Maybe I've just always, it's maybe just lasted since okay. 10th grade. Yeah. Uh, cause you're a relatively thick human being, I think. I guess I yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for, if you're listening, I'm about 195 pounds. Uh huh. And how tall are you? Six three. You hear that, ladies? He's not available, <laughs> but he's a virile dude, dude. He's got an Adirondack beard. Yeah, now. he's got yeah. a beard. Once I moved to LA, I got the beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so at the time, you didn't appreciate it. Now you do. Did you ever get into skiing? What sports did you play growing up? Um. Oh yeah, ski. give us a little background yeah, on, the, on yeah, you. We're, we're your trainer, but we're yeah. your trainers or your fitness buddies for the next hour. Yeah. Uh, but we buddies. We'll be buddies, but we start by getting to know you yeah. and your background in uh, health and fitness, sports, etc. Fill in the blank. Uh, first sport I got into when I was probably like five or six was soccer, got and it. that was my big sport for a while. And up there in the Lumberjack Mountains, would you guys kick rocks? Yeah, and uh-huh. you really could play. <laughs> there'd be snow in May, and there'd be snow in October. Really? So through high school, we would shovel off the field to play soccer. Wow! And it sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that's shitty. Um, so that's why yeah. you weren't liking it up there. Yeah, I didn't. I never liked the cold, and never. You felt like it. you were an outdoor guy, but a, like a summertime outdoor guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I had. There was like a kid who moved from North Carolina who was on my soccer team, and he talked about playing all the time, and it sounded awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did that, and then uh, I got tall pretty early, and in like a small town, that was enough for everyone to be like, "You should be playing basketball." So then I started playing basketball in like sixth grade. Cool. Did you, and you stuck with that? Yeah, I played both through high school, but then senior year, uh, in like August, I tore my ACL playing soccer and then missed both sports. 
Okay. okay. And yeah, and something we wanted to kind of maybe come back to throughout this episode was injuries. Oh, I yeah. guess, I, I, I mean, I guess... Um, I mean, I guess a big thing about Stanger nowadays is getting back to things later. Not like, <laughs> we're not trying to talk about things now. But we'll get back we, to it. We want to get back to it. it trying to, I'm trying to make this a show. Yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. You're giving them teasers for later. Teasers for later. Yeah. And then they think like, oh, and then when we talk about it, they're like, this is an actual show. That's yeah. it. They said this is going to happen. They said this is going to happen. I'll tell you something that they love about this show is the structure. They love it. They love it. <laughs> That's why I listen. We got a lot of structure heads out there, all right? People love the Beginning, structure of the show and, and the mall store, uh, yeah. the, the mall store structure. Do you remember that store? Oh, yeah. Um, no. No? It was, I feel like, uh, a brand underneath uh, another brand. Oak Tree. There was like Oak Tree and Structure. Oh, yeah. Like yes, yes, yes. Express, Express and Structure are the same company. Yeah, I think structure was for dudes for a while, and then they gave up, and it's just express, express men. Yeah. Got it. Um, Real so thin pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Zara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta go up forty three sizes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real, real thin, thin pant. Um, yeah, it's like I'm like I'm always like, are, am I putting these on backwards? No, nope, this is the <laughs> real is, way they're supposed to go. <laughs> they should fit you like that. Yeah, uh, some man can fit into these. something. Yeah, some guy somewhere. Um, maybe the way you see yourself, the thinness that you see yourself as had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, in my head, I fit into all those. <laughs> into express men. Yeah, clubs. That's my- so when you were playing soccer and, and mm-hmm. basketball, were you, you were training with the team practicing? Did you guys, were you guys doing weights? Did you do weights on your own? I started doing weights. Uh, I feel like a basketball coach, uh, was the first one that was like, you should start lifting weights. Because you were probably, skinny. I was skinny. Like, I was 6'3 um, in eighth grade. Wow. And have not grown since then. But I think people had high hopes in eighth grade <laughs> that I would continue to <laughs> Oh, grow. you were going to keep going. Didn't happen. So, wait, did you, in high school, I always have a question for the, mm-hmm. for the tall guys growing up because I was not a tall man. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't break five feet until my junior year of high school. I what? Think. Yeah. Oh, wow. For real? Or like maybe late sophomore year. Yeah. I, God. You I were was like 4'11"? Like I was 4'10". My mom's, my mom is like, uh, yeah, my mom's like five, barely five feet and my dad is like 5'6". Right. So they were, they were worried. We went to the doctor to see if my like growth plates have fused already. If that, I was like done. Wow. Um, How that, tall are you now? Like five, five, five seven. Eight? Yeah, five eight, five yeah. seven, five eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm the tallest one in my fam. My sister's yeah. like only like five four or five five, but she was already five four or five five. Was only oh, a year yeah. and a half older than me when we were like in eighth grade, and she was a freshman. So, so I, it wasn't looking good for you. No, and, and you can still kind of hear it a little bit when I speak. I have a pretty high voice, like speaking <laughs> voice. So I had this high weaselly voice. I was this tiny dude, and my right. folks were like, oh, no, <laughs> this is it this for is this life. little guy. Yeah. You know? And I was walking around like my sophomore year just going like, I don't know, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. You, you were like in great... the, the lollipop guild? Or I whatever. really was. Yeah, like you could have been a great child actor. You could have played oh, man, so all young. Day. Yes. Forever. Still to this day, I probably should have. I could be the new Fantasy Island. Uh, um, or like the snarky, like, uh, like when they were trying to like incorporate diversity early on, like you would get like a few lines as like the funny friend. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, like or I would like now I would, if I was still that height and still had that voice, it would be like, 
Well, Miguel, our boss is here. And it's like, well, well, well. Right. <laughs> That's the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well. Yeah. I hope everybody turned in their reports. <laughs> uh, this person exists only to service one joke. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in every episode. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I remember seeing those kids that were tall in eighth grade-ish yeah. and playing center. Yeah. So then they weren't required to really dribble or whatever, yeah. just kind of shoot down low. But then everybody grew around them. So then did your game, did you start becoming more of a guard? Like, what, what I was I wish your, I had. So yeah. my, then like, you were very a big small, man when you're not a big man anymore. My very yeah. small high school, there was like two other guys and myself that were all that tall in eighth grade. So when we'd go play tournaments, people were like, what the fuck's with your town? Yeah, these guys are huge. Um, and then were they you guys grew all a little the bit same, more. Like Gus Ma- Do you remember, does anybody know what Gus Macker is by any chance? No. It was a three-on-three basketball tournament that you'd do on, like, a blacktop. No, no. I know three-on-threes. Like, yeah. the Nike three-on-three basketball tournament was, like, a big deal. Yeah. Do. Yeah, when I was, yeah, so it was the same thing, but this one was called, maybe it was a Michigan thing. Or no, it, Hoop huh? It Up. Hoop It Up, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Thing. yeah. similar yes. thing. But it would, like, the three tall guys from my, like, elementary uh-huh. school would be on the, and it's like, of course, these guys right. are going to crush. Yeah, just stay in the paint. And then their, al- their alternate was also huge. <laughs> um, yeah. But, okay, so they... So, so, uh, and those guys, though, were much more like one guy ended up playing like uh, football at Dartmouth. So I remember like in freshman, sophomore year of high school, I weighed like 150 pounds and he probably weighed 200 pounds. And it sucked because <laughs> it's just like, right. I'm just going to get pushed out of the sure. way. Yeah. Especially 50 pounds at that age is like they know how to, like they bear they don't know how to move it around, but they. It's strong weight. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just an advantage. It's yeah. just, if it's just in his butt, even just like knock me out of the <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. 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 Fucking Charles Barkley style. Uh, <laughs> so I wish at that point I'd been like, oh, I should start working on my game so I can move out. And, yeah. And, and, it, and I, did, I didn't. So I was sort of like a backup, a sh- little shorter. Like in my high school, being 6'3 was like not too short even to be a center. Yeah. Oh, so you were still a center? Yeah. Center, power forward. Power dude. forward. Yeah. yeah. Do most of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into, uh, lifting. And I think for a really long time, how I lift was dictated by how that first coach told me how to lift. Which, uh, do you remember what that is? Um, yeah, everything like, uh, three sets, eight to 10 reps. Um, classic. And it would be like pull-ups, dips, uh, bench press, incline press, squats. I didn't deadlift for a long time cause he didn't show me and it always looked like something I needed to know how to do. Yeah. Yeah. Technique. You saw it that also, there was technique. required. It also looked like a thing that if you watch it, when I was in high school yeah. watching people deadlift, I was like, why? Yeah. What does that do? That yeah. doesn't do anything, but hurt your back. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, I was like, I guess that strengthens your back. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I just never did it. I would do like hamstring curls, like uh, quad extensions. Um, but yeah, my, most of my workout would be upper body. Yeah. Well, do, I also remember deadlifts in high school watching like the football team do deadlifts, they would do stripper pole deadlifts basically where like their hamstrings, like oh, you know, yeah. they lock out their knees uh, and yeah. then their back are curved up. Yeah. So it's like their butt goes up first. Yeah. Which is just like, oof. Nah, Thank God yeah. they're like, you know, gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> 16. So yeah, <laughs> there's a chance it could bounce back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you enjoy lifting or did you do it just for sports because you felt like it could help or did you get I into it or did I you buff first, up a little bit? When I first did it, it was just for sports, but then I liked it. And then I did, but like, I was probably, um, sophomore year, I was probably 160 pounds. And by junior year, I was probably 100 and 
80 pounds. Okay. So I got pretty uh, bigger compared to where I was. And then, um, and I think like just aesthetically, like I liked looking stronger and yeah, yeah. no, I mean, that's kind of yeah. like, uh, it, it either takes or it doesn't, you know, yeah. you kind of can like become a gym guy a little bit, you know, gym rat. That's what yeah. happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I was trying so hard to become a gym rat. <laughs> You always were in your heart, right? In my yeah. heart, I really was in high school. I'd go with my buddy Chris, um, and we'd go, and we started the we we were on the Big Beyond Belief program, uh, which oh, I'm nice. sure I don't know if I can still find it now, but it was like two days on, one day off, two days on, one day uh-huh. off, and it and a buddy of ours, and he worked out with a buddy of ours uh, of his that became my buddy as well, um, who got. Like over a summer got huge. Uh-huh. Like he got big beyond belief. Yeah. So that I believed in it. So that next summer we went for it, but it was just hard, like going to the gym and like, you know, doing incline presses with dumbbells and then dropping them on the floor felt amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, like after I tore my ACL, I went to college and was so used to playing sports my whole life. I sort of took up weightlifting as my sport. Right. And so I got with nice. these other guys that were my friends and <laughs> that were all into like, let's how, see how big and strong we can get. And so like, that was my thing through college. Yeah. I mean, it can, you're searching for identity, you know, and if you're not yeah. on a team sport, like you can find that in the gym, you know, like yeah. just, and I was used to the feeling of playing a sport and like that, like I feel good and I have energy. Right. So like if I wasn't going to practice, I felt bad. Now, uh, were you able to transition weightlifting into feeling like a sport though? Rather than exercise, because uh, for some reason, weight, lifting weights, and maybe there's a lot of people out there. Now I feel like it feels like a sport, the sport yeah. of fitness to me a little bit more. But uh, for a long time, and maybe that's why I couldn't lock into it, it felt more like work than it felt like a sport. Sport felt like something fun, right. something you do. And it felt like lifting weights or working out was like a chore rather than a sport. Like it was hard yeah. to transition that to feel the same way because I, the results, you know, there's like not, there's not a point system unless you, you know, yeah. do it that way, which you can now. I, I guess. guess what it felt like, which I was also used to was like setting goals in whatever sports I was playing Yeah, and be like, I want to get good at that. And you would have to do a lot of it by yourself for that too. So I was sort of used sure. to like doing it for sports. So it wasn't a huge difference. Did you have a basketball hoop at your house? I did. Yeah. How often (laughs) did you do free throws? I don't know how often I did free throws. I shot probably every day. You did? Yeah. Yeah. You seem like that kid (laughs) that I would see in his driveway or whatever and just be like, that guy's going to be great at whatever sport he plays. Yeah. Brandon won't go in for dinner unless he makes a hundred baskets in a row. Yeah. 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 He does the 50 layups on one side, 50 layups on the other side before dinner. Right. I had, yeah, basketball hoop. I had like a wall I could like kick a soccer ball against Mm -hmm. and so yeah i did it a lot uh did you you like playing basketball more than soccer eventually like for a while i liked soccer better because i was a lot better at it so i think position did you play in soccer i sort of like moved around through the course of my playing i think when i started playing i was a fullback then by then i was like uh, center field center midfield and then i was a striker by uh varsity got it yeah i was like a Big striker, because I was same like You're I was like six three one yeah. eighty strong and for and high quick. school yeah yeah. yeah. Um, what and then which sport? I'm sorry, did you injure your knee playing? Did that you was t- soccer. That yeah. was soccer. Yep. And do you remember how you did it? Was it like yeah. on an implant, like a, yeah. a plant? We were doing a implant. drill, 
And it was, oh, it was like, during practice. It was during practice, Oof. and we were doing like this drill where there was cones to give you these like narrow lanes. Uh, I already could beat, feel like, the pain of it. <laughs> the idea was you beat three defenders, uh-huh. and on like the second one, planted on my left leg to spin around, uh-huh. and uh-huh. he just hit that leg. And then you heard the pop from inside of your head, right? And it didn't hurt that much, right? But immediately I fe- dropped. I like sat down and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. I knew I was not going to play again. Yeah. You lose all that tension. I was so angry. Yeah. Ugh. Did you, and then, so what grade, this was junior year? This was right before my senior year. Right before so senior year. captain of my soccer team. Oh, oh man. Buddy. Going Sucked. into play striker. Yeah. Senior I was psyched. Year. Uh, and you're, you're familiar with injuries enough and knees that you know something. I had already dislocated a, my kneecap in seventh grade oh. playing Football just with people on, on a field. Mm-hmm. Was that the right leg or the left leg? I can't remember now. I was trying to think. I don't even remember. Mm. And does that, d- wow. And that one you were able to recover from, like the patella yeah, it took a while, recovered. But yeah, I recovered. How, um, how, Eugene, you tore your ACL too. How'd you do that? Soccer game. Um, it, you know, I, I can remember it too. It was a soccer game. I got to the game a little bit late, so I didn't do a full warm up yeah. with everybody. And I went up for a header, like, and when I... You jumped? When I jumped. Yeah, that can happen, too. Yeah. It's like that weird, like, too much extension, yeah. you know? I jumped, yeah. and I heard it pop from the inside of my head. Yeah, because nobody else can hear Ooh. it. Yeah, and it, but then and then I still did the header, so I wasn't sure what caused oh, the... Pop. Like, I was just kind of like, oh, and then I dropped straight down. Yeah. And then, like, you know, raised my arm up to be like, hey, I can't stand back up. But it was just kind of numb, and I felt like that flush... Yeah. So I knew I was in. I was hurt, but I didn't know how bad it was going to be. They looked at it. They they saw that it was swollen, so they just kind of helped me off. And I just sat on the sideline and watched the rest of the game. Right. And you know, and I and I was 16, and I drove home. Yeah. Because the field was really close, and then I was like on the couch, and uh, you know, both my folks were at work, and this was on a Saturday. So they came home like maybe six or seven hours later, and I and I didn't get it. Like my leg was just huge. Yeah. And when they got home, oh. I was like, "Hey, I can't walk on this thing." Did both in this like both of them had accidentally sat on you because you were too little for <laughs> yeah. them to see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, so from under their butts, they so heard they, like a little squeak. That so was they you. put me in their pockets. We uh, walked <laughs> to the uh, emergency room. Yeah, it was one of those things where then you know they came home and they were like, "Well, why didn't you tell us?" And I'm like, "Well." Cell phones weren't around to that. You know, right. you didn't call. Yeah. It was a Saturday. I think I waited for my parents to come. Yeah, home you kind of yeah. don't know how bad it's going to be. Because if you don't, if you're not, if you're not, you know that it hurts to put weight on it, so you just don't. Yeah. And you're 16, so you're going like, huh, fuck. And well. for a while before I got the surgery, I got back to where I could walk, and it almost felt right. normal. Yeah. 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 What kind of surgery did you have? Patelograft. Uh, patella. Yep. I so I patelegraphed. Uh, what you just said <laughs> <laughs> was patelegraphed. <laughs> I tore mine um, senior year of college playing football. I like yeah, uh, how I was. So I was carrying the ball. I played uh, tailback Oof, and buddy. I was carrying the ball. And then like I just ran into some guys and I was trying to like fight for some more yards. And I kept getting twisted around and my leg was planted uh, and it just went too far. And like this, I heard the snap. And so uh, like I, I was able to like limp off the field, you know, yeah. And uh, same kind of thing. Like it, it, sw- it only sw- swelled up a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't huge. Uh, not a lot of blood flow to that ACL. And then um, 
And then like, I, but it just didn't feel right. Like I couldn't put weight on it yeah. the right way. Like it yeah. buckled a little. Yeah. So I had him tape it up and like I played like one more down or two. And then I was like, I can't. Yeah. Crazy that you still played a couple more yeah, downs. Yeah, I thought I could maybe do it, you know? Yeah. And um, so at the time, like I, I had like scholarship offers. Oh, buddy. And so then I, they weren't sure because it swelled up enough to where they couldn't do a good Lockman's. There's a Lockman's test they do where they test how stable the, t- uh, the tibia is to the yeah. femur. And they're like, it feels like it could still be there. So I I got an MRI. And I remember I was like just sitting in the MRI office. And uh, the doctor's like, all right, so here's the good news. Like your cartilage, everything looks pretty good. The bad news is this is where your ACL should be. And there's nothing oh, there. Oh, God. And when they opened it up to fix it, they found pieces of it everywhere. Like it ruptured completely. Oof. Yeah. But I got the patella and... Uh, yeah, it's a gnarly, it's a gnarly it surgery. So it takes a while, right? Yeah. For me to hear anyone's knee stories or watch video of an injury, <laughs> it makes me feel it in my body. I was yeah. just, yeah, Ugh. I just had, yeah. While we're talking about this, I feel lightheadedly. Yeah. It's yeah. gross. And the patella one is, is hard to recover from because they take the middle third of that patella tendon. Yeah. So for people that don't know, the ACL, um, it's once it tears, it never grows back. Pretty much all the other tendons and ligaments in your knees will will heal themselves. Uh, MCL, all the other ones are fine. Patella, but that ACL once it tears, it's done. So if you get a full tear on it, it the purpose that it serves is like a front stability, so that your tibia won't rock off your your fibia and or your femur rather tibia and femur. Yeah, and so uh, so if it tears, it's gone. So they take they can take the middle third of your patella tendon and make a new ACL out of it, screw it into your femur and your tibia, screw and then the, it in, and then Gross. the uh, patella yeah. will grow back. But you have to recover Insane. from the patella surgery they do, right? So it's like it, that swells up. Was huge. this like for me? I woke up from surgery and they already had my leg in this machine to bend it and straighten it. A CPM machine, I guess. It's yeah. called CPM for constant passive movement. They didn't like at the time they had just stopped doing that. Okay. I think at like the hospital that I had it done, yeah. you know, just I just had like whatever my mom's insurance was, mm-hmm. you know. But I had like a, my my surgery was successful. I had a good I had a good recovery from it. Did you? Yeah, mine was good too. We luckily where we grew up was also where the uh, Winter Olympics like training center is. So oh, nice. like the guy who does Olympic ACL stuff did mine and it was, yeah, had a oh, good recovery. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That the was guy lucky. Who's yeah. dealing with sports injuries all the time doing <laughs> yeah. yours is, yeah. Dealing right. with elite athletes. And it's funny, it's like, the physical therapy then was also really good. And one way I sort of now would like judge a physical therapy place. Cause I went in not that long, maybe a couple of years ago. Cause I was having knee problems again and everyone there getting treatment was like over 70. And a lot of the advice I've since been like, I don't think that was good advice for me. And at the time it was a lot of other people who looked like athletes and it was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you go from wanting to do sports, uh, and working with people that are training people to get back on the field to people that have like fall injuries. Yeah. So they're <laughs> just teaching them not to fall again. Yeah. Right. And it felt like it was like, it was getting me back to where I could walk or something. Sure. But they were like, you probably shouldn't run. You probably shouldn't do this. And I was like, well, I, want to do yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to be active in yeah. my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> they try to give you like a little, like a, like a, one of those shutter bug phones. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this has bigger buttons, so that's going to be easier uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's got this. a panic button on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only got four oh, pictures man. on it. Uh, <laughs> one, have your son set it for home. And then, uh, you know, one's emergency and the other one's hospital. So, 
Yeah. They try to sell you on the a jitterbug. Re- on a reverse mortgage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I got it. I didn't know. Yeah, you're like, hey, I didn't yeah. even have a house. I'm, I'm not mean, gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna live walking, but uh, I have a reverse mortgage and a and a really cool yeah. four digit phone. Um so uh what other injuries have you over the years been uh so that was the big one. And since so because of that, um didn't play sports my senior year, and I never really have played soccer competitively since then. Yeah, because I was like, that's ah, not worth it. Uh, I'll, I still play basketball, but I like pick up basketball. Um, but then in, I think right before I went to college, Eddie George had this yoga book, and I of remember uh, passing it in like a bookstore, and it was like Eddie uh, George Power Yoga, and it was all about him recovering from his ACL thing. Oh, and I was like, I should do that. He was so ripped back in the day, too. Dude, it's just like, George. whatever Crazy Eddie George is legs, doing, yeah. yeah, I want to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had him in, like, Warrior One with, like, just his quads uh, like two feet wide. So then I did that, and then there was, like, in, at college, there was, like, an Ashtanga power yoga class, and oh, I loved it. Ashtanga's gnarly. It was, yeah, it was great, and, like, a great workout, and I don't think I'd ever sweat so much. Oh, wow. Um, and, like, a good Do you know muscle. Ashtanga? I don't. So that one's, like, you practice, like, seven days a week. Um, and it's all arm balances and, you know, so you're doing like your handstands and arm balances. It's, it's intense. And a big part of it is like how you breathe to build up heat. Yeah. Um, so it's like Ujjayi breathing where you kind of close your throat and so you get real hot. Um, but in a room temperature room. Yeah. They don't do anything. It's not Bikram. They don't control the room, but you have to close your throat. You're choking yourself they describe it like darth vader breath it's like you're inhaling and exhaling at the same time and it's audible yeah like do do it's like it sounds like yeah got it so your mouth is closed right yeah you use a little bit more force to breathe got it that's Um, insane it's why it's like when you're first starting you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna pass Pass out out. yeah because i cannot pull this off but yeah it's a lot of handstand stuff and um a lot of great for my knees it was great because it's um, like balance strength. Yeah. And it's like your knees at different angles and it was great. So you're working like stability and whatever, whatever like functional strength you lost from having that, those injuries and surgeries, yeah. you immediately get back because you're it felt doing like that it, yeah. individual leg stuff so much. That's awesome. Um, yeah. In retrospect now, when I think back, it's like, I wish I could have told 15 year old self to like do some yoga, do deadlifts or any kind of like back of your leg workout, which I don't think I was doing. I think my like quads were super dominant. Yeah. Well, Brandon, what would you say if I told you that we have a frequency like situation here? <laughs> oh my yeah. God. You can tell him. You remember that oh, uh, wow. Dennis Quaid movie? Yeah. Frequency? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never saw it, but uh, <laughs> I know there's time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Jim Caviezel communicates with his dad, Dennis Quaid, who's right. a firefighter through an old ham radio. That's oh, right. That's great. <laughs> and the Aurora Borealis, I think is that's involved. what I need. I, I think I'll just tell my younger self that you'll get taller. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. I think I'll that. tell my younger self about like just a bunch of movies that come out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, or do, don't see it. Yeah. You tell him to start Twitter. <laughs> what? Start what? Yeah. Uh, or just bad investments. Like as a joke against myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MySpace. Uh, Friendster. Friendster, baby. Uh, so, we're, so what are you doing now? What's Where, where do we so find you now? So I've gone through different phases. So... So you went through that power yoga, Eddie George power yoga right. phase. Which was kind of at the same time I had these like meathead friends in college where it's like, let's see how big we can get. Got it. So that's the biggest, I, and it's funny, I was trying to work, like those workouts, I remember we always, it was always like the classic 
chest and tries, back, back and buys, shoulder legs, legs. shoulder legs. How we did it. What about abs? Didn't really do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, bro, you don't want to waste your time. And what's funny, it's like I know though. I did some sort of leg stuff, but I don't remember. I don't have a memory of it. All yeah. my memory is of chest days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, it was probably like leg press. You weren't doing squats. I were think you? I was squatting, but like something that never. I was never getting new maxes in squats. Yeah. Yeah. I was it's, doing leg press, ha- like that, <laughs> the hammer curls, leg. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so funny that you had that basketball coach that had you do the, like the two chest press variations. Ugh. Even me, like I remember doing like incline, decline and flat press as like an 11 year old. It's like, oh, I really want to hit yeah. this awesome symmetry on my chest as yeah. like an 11 year old. One thing I am sort of obsessed with now is how LeBron cha- uh, trains for basketball and how like perfect it is for basketball where he's like, no, I'm not going to be strong in any way that isn't helpful for what I'm doing. Oh, wow. And sports specific. And if you yeah. see him, he's like, his chest is like very toned, obviously, but it's like not built up because you aren't using your chest. You're not really pushing very much. His shoulders are super developed. He's got like a lot of core strength and he's got all of his leg stuff is explosive. Right. right. And that was another thing. It's like, if I'm trying to like get someone, like if I'm playing in the paint and someone's pushing me back, my chest stuff doesn't help me. <laughs> like right. I wish I'd done anything with my legs and core because I can't push them with my arms away if my legs aren't, aren't strong. Yeah, right. who's that fucking guy that had you do an incline and fly? <laughs> Let's call him up. Yeah. yeah. What were you thinking, you idiot? <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. all I'm people joking. knew of. I mean, I looked better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of weightlifting back then too. I know, I know, it's so. Yeah. Or weight training. Rather, weight training, yeah. For an athlete. Yeah. Also, that coach was probably what, like somebody's dad? He was, I don't know. He was like someone, he played sports. Yeah. Yeah, and now this is what he did. Yeah. I, I started like early on working with this guy that taught plyos, box jumps. And I remember my, like my football coach in high school would make fun of me like, oh, you're going to go fucking jump on some boxes and shit. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, I they, did. T- they did not get it. And like Explosiveness, that was, Yeah, man. it was very early and all that stuff. Did you either know? of you either do or know people who did like the jump sole thing? Yeah, I had those. I did too. <laughs> I did. Did you know those? those? Oh, yeah. heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, if I was going to be, I mean, I was looking at hoping that I'd be like Spud Webb style. Yeah. Muxy oh, yeah. Bogues, you know, like that, that small of a guy, but able to like get up. You yeah. Know? Spud yeah. won the slam dunk. Yeah. Contest, yeah, five, right? Seven. Yeah. He couldn't even, he couldn't even like grip the ball. No. Yeah. He had to do creative things yeah. to like have it Somebody, above the rim. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He'd have to throw it up there so he yeah. could just grab it. Uh, yeah. I did the jump soles. I, I could dunk though. I could two hand it from underneath the rim. You could? Yeah. But uh, definitely not anymore. The shortest window of my life of being able to dunk. It was before ACL and I probably could dunk for three months. Oh, and I, and it was the, you were there, man. The good ones were always off my left. It would be like running off my left leg. Yeah. And that was the ACL and I never really got it back. Crazy. I, I played uh, football in college and, uh, the big star right before I got there was Tony Gonzalez to go oh, yeah. yeah. Kansas city and all that. And he was such an amazing athlete. He started for f- he was, uh, football and basketball. He's a tight end tight for, end, yeah. for Kansas city. Yeah. yeah. Started football, basketball, NCAA, like unheard of. Yeah, I remember. And I think he was even on the depth chart as like a linebacker for football. He was done. He came out early, so he was done by the time I got there. But I remember going there and watching him, and he was just playing pickup basketball, and like he would dunk, jump, and dunk to where like his waist was above the rim. Oh, and he's like a big dude, like. Yeah. 250 pounds, 240 pounds. And I, I'd never seen like a human that 
take heavy, off like that. Take yeah, off yeah. like that. It was unbelievable. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to go uh, basically back to where we are now. Um, at a certain point, I when I was still living in New York, I would go to lift weights, but I sort of also what gym? Different gyms, uh, depending on where I was living. For a while, it was it was a gold gym in Manhattan that has since closed. <laughs> and then it was this gym called The Rock in Astoria. Did you know that gym? Um, you lived in Astoria. I did live in Astoria. It was just a huge, big space. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Guys. I yeah. remember. I remember seeing the 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 billboard by the train or yeah. something. Yeah, by like the entry. Um, hey, in you retrospect, wanna, you want to go do chest at The Rock? At the Rock. Uh, good gym, mainly just because it was huge and never that busy. Oh, great. Um, and also, like, right before I left, they, there was a few people there that I think wanted to start their own CrossFit box, didn't have it yet, so would do workouts for people at this gym where you would do a CrossFit workout. Oh, cool. Got it. And I did it for a while, and I really liked it. And that was around the same time, though, I was also trying to get back into playing more basketball and where I also ran into suddenly, like, having arthritis in my knees from, like, <sighs> running and jumping. And I think especially the knee I had surgery on. Yeah, that'll Oof. happen. And I was like, this sucks. And I think I also ha- I have a thing where um, I like push myself a little too hard when I first start doing something. Sure. So I was getting back to playing basketball. And so I'd be playing a lot. And I would also go to the gym and be doing like box jumps and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I should have used that- my way into that. Yeah. You were that kid. Brandon's got to hit 100 yeah. shots yeah. before he goes yeah. in yeah. for dinner. <laughs> and not always good. And I've sort of done that a little bit even here. So uh, I moved to L.A. and um, wanted a gym that was close to where I lived in Los Feliz. The closest uh, place to get any kind of exercise was a yoga studio. And I kind of kind of got spoiled because in Queens it was like the gym was a short walk from my apartment. Um, so I kind of wanted a place I could walk to. Got it. And I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to get back into yoga. And I've been lifting for a while. So I did it for a year where I didn't do anything else. And then just the- You just did yoga for a year. Just did yoga. Uh Um, And then I started just missing lifting and then started doing it again like in December. Great. Yeah. And what are you doing now? Three sets, eight to 10 reps? Yep. It hasn't changed. Well, you know what? (laughs) I feel like I probably would be doing something pretty close. But- um, you got you guys know Iffy? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So he goes to Gold's Gym. I'm going to a Gold's Gym out here. Nice. On Cole? Yep. Yeah. And that one's pretty big, right? It's a great gym. Great like yeah. great facility. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of gay dudes. Oh yeah. Got it. Tons oh, of yeah. yeah. Ripped gay dudes. The most fit people ever. <laughs> yeah. The, this actually happened like three days ago. I was changing in the locker room and, and the guy next to me, because I have a hairy torso goes nice fur. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. <laughs> oh. Got dressed and I left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I say that because it's, I mean, it's pretty much, it's all gay guys. I mean, it was, it's 99% gay guys there. Uh-huh. So, oh, you yeah. know, I mean, it's, and it's their, you know, their, yeah. So it's their gym, you know? Yeah. That yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. They, they own it. Um, but I started, I was like, oh, I they. Sh- we should work out. Yeah. <laughs> the other. No, there's yeah. nothing I could say. You guys other, are assholes. But, but it's just like, you can't go there and expect not to get hit on a little bit because that's just what, that's just So if I culture. don't get hit on there, then I'm a, a yeah, work on yourself. <laughs> yeah. I got to work on my yeah. height. Something's going on. All right. Well, fuck it. <laughs> they might be like in a secret hostage situation <laughs> or something. 
Well, you know, talk about them brings us <laughs> to talking about, um, you know, some other people. Uh, and these people are our favorites because this is our five-star motivational marker. Five-star motivational marker. Because these people have rated it, rated it us and reviewed it at us on iTunes. Five stars. So we're going to give them some um, individual motivation. Also, this is an opportunity for us to say, hey, we're about 45 minutes into this <laughs> podcast. If you are exercising, great. You've been exercising for a while now. If you haven't, here's a gentle nudge. Maybe move around. Yeah, maybe. Think about it. If you are doing something while you're listening, when you do something, even when you're not listening, take a pick or it didn't happen. Yeah. If you don't take a pick, it doesn't exist mm-hmm. in the world. It doesn't exist. And that the pick makes it real. Makes Tweet it at real. us. Tweet at us. Instagram at us because we don't use that enough, I don't think. <laughs> no, we got to do more. Uh, but People get t- furious about that. Yeah. But if you tweet at us... Uh, we'd love to see, uh, we've, we've been seeing people, uh, doing a lot of, uh, jogs, walks, right. walks with their dogs, um, selfies with the gym mirror. I know all that kind of stuff can be kind of shitty, but I uh, love that you guys are doing it. Turning people into scumbags and we love it. <laughs> uh, we'll retweet it with the hashtag pick proof. Yeah. So Do something hashtag hashtag picks or didn't happen on your end. We'll pick proof it for you. Yep. Uh, and the following three people, uh, get their own individual love. Ready? Go first. Matt Pat eight two two. Why don't you do do some workout to prove prove to yourself and to your family how fit you are? Nice. Um, I'll do the second one. You can do the last one then. Cool. Madeline Summer getting fit for the summer. Get your body ready for your mind because your mind's already there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that, sh- that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, go ahead. <laughs> Emma Eileen. Come on, Emma Eileen. Get your body right. Nice. Good. Smart. What I loved about that is that he gave us a little bit of ABBA at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> is that ABBA? Is it? I think Come on, Eileen. No, just, it's think Dixie's Midnight, Midnight Runners. Runners. Yeah. yeah. Dixie's Midnight Runners? I think it's their one hit. Yeah. Yeah. They had the weird video where they're all like in overalls or something. Yeah. Were they Australian or something? Maybe that's why I think it's, I it's think ABBA or ABBA or whatever. Yeah. Well, dun- ABBA dun- was dun- Swedish. Dun- 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 they're very, it was at the, around the same time. Yeah. And it, they sound, it's kind of that electronic. But almost right. cellophane Synth. white. Yes. Uh, like yes. people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very white. But they look real like um, rascals, like running yeah. around with like uh, <laughs> yeah, that is the look. <laughs> overalls on. <laughs> like they got to be like Kinda weird, dirty. yeah, like weird, like weird um, rascals, weird rascals <laughs> from like rural Australia is what I feel. Uh, like road warrior. Oh uh, man! Something. Speaking of Australians, um, my son, my five-month-old son, now oh with, young Quincy, eh? <laughs> my, with Trish, go to uh, once a week to like a, a baby gym oh, so nice. he can start like turning o- like Man. flipping over. And the guy who's running it or is an Australian guy. I guess he goes, you're a baby gym, huh? <laughs> he goes, go, okay, now Quincy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> now Quincy. All right. Strong neck. Strong oh, neck. All right. Strong neck on Quincy there. <laughs> oh, got a little baby hit on his hip. <laughs> Church says every time she's like, I think he's a stang. I think it's Stanger dressed up. (laughs) Stanger, Stanger character. So, 
Oh, are you going to be a passenger in your mom's <laughs> stroller forever? You had to learn to walk yourself, Quince. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, so that's happening. So now, uh, so, so Matt Gold's working Gold's out gym. with Ify, and he's like, well, if you want to work out with me, this is the workout I do. So he's a buff dude. Yeah. Yeah. He is a solid dude. It is, uh, humbling Thick. to work out with it. He's super strong. Yeah. He's super strong. He's got a fucking crazy squat, doesn't he? Yeah. Or, or deadlift. One of the both. two. Both. Yeah. And so first he's like, well, so he goes, I strong lift, right? Is that right? Yeah. Five by fives. Five by fives. Yeah. Where he squats at the beginning of every workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strong so, lifts is an actual workout. Uh, it's a five by five workout where every day begins with a back squat, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Every day starts with a back squat, and then you'll do one other compound lift. So, right. like, uh, overhead press, uh, um, uh, rows, yep. or uh, deadlifts. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sort of like, okay, I'll try it. It's like, it's been a while. Like, the last time I tried to do squats, I felt like they hurt my knees. I went to that physical therapy guy uh, who's like, never go below this air- yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, But he also, right. like, you guys were both drinking insurers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's very old, yeah. Larry also. King had just left. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, done. I had two pound weights on my ankles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this he's was like, right after you guys got out of the pool, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just given Not some, too much pressure on my body. Some uh, butterscotch candies to your grandkids. <laughs> Which felt unnecessary. It didn't feel like I was working anything. Some yeah. Werther's original. okay. Um, and he's like, well, try this. He's like, let me see you squat. And then he's like, he's basically he's just like, go lower. Like, have your butt go below your knees. And yeah. I was like, that grass, seems baby. insane. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want to even do that. And he's like, just try it. So I started super low weight, but did it like that. Um, and he sort of like, he widened my stance a little bit so I could do that. Right. Yeah. And I did it a couple of times. I was like, this is cool. I'm not hurting my knees. Yeah. Here, do you know the rationale behind like a full range squat? I mean, he just said, this is the, I probably don't. I just know it's like actually puts more pressure on your knee to not break. Yeah. Yes. So if you think about like your knee, like my hands like this, I'm putting both my fists together and when you squat, they open up. Right. So then now I'm spreading them apart. If you stop mid range, you're stopping like right right here. When you go to accelerate back upwards, you put sheer force on that patella tendon. Right. So it's, you're stopping right here. Then you're accelerating back upwards, sheer force on the patella tendon. When you take it through the full range and you sit in the hole, opens up completely, rests down at the bottom, and then you accelerate from a neutral place back up if yeah. you're doing it right. And it, for someone who's had knee problems forever and didn't even think they could squat anymore, it feels like a miracle. It's like, this is crazy. That's great. I can do yeah. This. yeah, so that's the benefit of like really learning how to do a squat the right way. Your butt, it's a simple joint, right? It's a hinge joint, so it goes two directions. If you got the rest of the, your body in shape and you're able to pull it off, it can be, it can be like a really safe, beneficial exercise. And for the benefits, to too, of the strong lift program, the one that Ify uh, is doing and Brand is doing, uh, if you want to read up on it, it's pretty great. Uh, the reasoning behind uh, starting every workout with the squat is because they're the biggest and strongest uh, muscles you have. And if you work them every day, you're getting, or every time you're working out, you're getting your body ready to lift heavy first. You get a hormonal response too from squats. Yeah. It's been, and because I had been avoiding it for so long, 
I started super light, but I also get to see gains every week, sure. which oh, is that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing I'm better at now than I definitely used to be in college or, or even not that long ago is like warming up more for it. So I'll stretch before my squats and I'll do like, I read one thing about, um, just like jumping a couple of times is sort of like, and it's like, that feels good. Like it's something like where I sort of activate something yeah. well, by doing like five box jumps before I squat. It's that same explosiveness that you're trying to get out of the, you know, you're trying to get out of the bottom of that squat. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, as, um, so if I'm, ha- if I'm training a client and they're, uh, you know, even if they're not doing like a, like a pr- legs as a primary uh, mover, like they're doing some other exercise, like even I'll just say something dumb, like a tricep extension and they're right. standing, um, with their knees locked out and their hips dumped forward. Uh, I always try to cue them to get into like an athletic position. Right. And so I say, just jump for me right now. Just jump, yeah. jump five or six right. times. And then I'm like, okay. So like midway in that jump, stand like that. Like that's an athletic position to where right. your core is engaged. Yep. Your hips are engaged. Your glutes are firing. You're balanced. You're balanced. So yeah, it's this weird thing to where if like you're standing in kind of a rest position, you it can be like the most it could be like the worst for your body versus like, you know, jump is like a jump is like, gets everything in line and working in synergy yeah. like it should. That's great. Yeah. It's been great. And I also feel like it's the strongest my like cores felt maybe ever from yeah. just squatting every time I work yeah. out and doing deadlifts. Yeah. Stronger than at the rock. With the, uh, I think so. Uh, with yeah. The guidos you're lifting yeah. With. Hey, let's skip core. Let's skip legs. Yeah. It's shoulder leg a lot day, of not leg seated shoulder lifts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, uh, how, how are all of your injuries affecting these, these strong lift workouts now? Uh, well, so the one thing is sort of, like I was saying before, I sometimes get into something and get too excited. Uh, I was also sort of very into, um, cause before this, I still was probably doing like eight to 10 reps on like most upper body stuff. Yeah. And the only lifts I've ever felt like better than average in are dips and pull-ups. Uh-huh. So I was like, I can nail those. Partly because it was another thing where I could max out without needing anyone to spot for me. Yeah. So it's like, great. I love it. Um, but then I was doing a lot of overhead press with like less reps, but much more weight than I had been doing. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think it was from that that I started to feel like a little bicep tendonitis, like bringing it down. Um, and sort of was like, yeah, I think it's okay. And I'd never had that injury before. So I was like, I don't know what this is and kept working out. And now I'm, now I'm in this thing and, and I'd like your guys feedback on this because someone like reading up again, not having gone to a doctor, people are like the old fashioned way to treat it is just to rest it. Mm-hmm. But they're like, you could recover faster if you do really lightweight, really slow negatives. Okay. And that's what I've been doing, and I think it's been feeling better. I'm sort of taking it conservatively. Yeah. Tricky. Uh, your shoulders are all fast twitch muscle fiber. So m- most of the growth for the shoulder takes place in the eccentric movement, uh-huh. or if you're doing like something explosive. But, uh, you know, there's like a window of time where you can do explosive stuff for your shoulder, and I, I wouldn't recommend starting it now. Yeah. But, um, you know, t- training in the negative, yes, could be. There's also, um, on, uh, the episode we did with Sean, like I gave, I recommended this, uh, I heard that, yeah. shoulder complex. I'll send that yeah. to you too. That's worth looking at. And then, um, and then also hang therapy. 
Yeah. Have you looked into that? No. That's pretty cool. Just Google it. Okay. And uh, it's basically like you just do like a series of hangs where you literally just hang. Scapula uh-huh. hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from a uh, pull-up bar. Oh, wow. And then that can start to kind of pull things in line. <clears throat> but you also want to strengthen, you know, the small muscles right. in your posterior delt right. in your back, yeah. too. I don't know. What do you think? I was, I was just about to jump into that. A, a lot of that uh, bicep tendonitis could also just be shoulder flexibility yeah. issues and back flexibility yeah. issues. Uh, and your um, and uh, your form, right? Because you're not used to doing that as heavy of weights. Maybe going back in the weights and making sure that your form is correct and that your yeah. elbows are facing forward, rather than unlike yeah. your knees, where you're you know where you think your your knees should be kind of yeah. faced out. These should be pretty much in front, so that your your back is like your shoulder blades yeah. are still trying to touch yeah. as you're going up and down. Because as soon as you round forward and then you lift over your head, uh, there's like a curve that's wrong. Yeah. And trying to pull that back is where you're going to hurt it because it's not getting it up there. Right. It's coming this way. Exactly. And then you're going, that's where I felt it. You're yep. going backwards and forwards where it's not natural. Yeah. So so here's something to think about. You had no ego with squats, right? Yeah. Because you just weren't doing them. You're kind yeah. of starting from scratch. You're fine going with little yeah. peanut weight. Right. You did everything right, and you've had great results. Right. Maybe like a total reset like that for your shoulders yeah. too. So yeah. it's just like, who cares? Start yeah. completely from scratch. See if you can get everything in the perfect range of motion. Yeah. Go back to no weight. You're going to benefit from the rest, the load right. rest anyway. Right. And then hopefully at the end of it, you'll have perfect form. Also, too. you got to realize that especially now um, and you living in L.A. and you uh, feeling older and whatnot, yeah. like, you know, you, you go through your day with maybe your posture is not the greatest. And right. then now you're pushing yourself in a different way with those shoulder exercises. Yeah. So then that's like, because you're sore in your shoulders, you might, you know, yeah, um, protract, protract yeah. a little bit, you know, yeah. like to give it a rest. Yeah. So then that's where you might need to strengthen and open it up, you know, and, and that's like PVCs, you know, like pass throughs yeah. and things like that to kind of like open up your shoulders before. Right. Uh, you even start doing any kind of push press or, or strict press. Right. And it, you develop the best chest, you know, with a healthy back and healthy right. shoulders too. Right. So all those guys that feel like they can't get their chest to grow or they tr- keep going heavier and heavier and nothing happens, yeah. it's like they got to start focusing on their back. Yeah. That's a good little tip. If, you're, if you feel like your chest is not growing but you have good strength there, it's probably because your back and shoulders aren't strong enough. Yeah. So you got to work those posterior delts right. and train your back right. So, so one thing I haven't been doing since then is pull-ups. Uh-huh. I think because when I first did pull-ups right after I hurt, it, it that hurt. Yeah. Um, like then, on the way, on the negative on the way down or even on the way up? I think probably on the way down. Yeah. Um, and it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, do you think that's, I mean, I guess it's like particular, do you think that's something I could get back into trying? I mean, I think uh, the best thing to do is is Google the hang therapy stuff because yeah. it's basically a lot of that movement. Right. So you'll start, first it'll be you hanging from the bar and you trying to make your shoulder blades touch while you're just hanging oh, there. Oh, cool. So then that movement, you'll start feeling if it affects you. Yeah. And then it'll be like kind of like the half pulls as right. well. And then kind of over... Opening so, up. Yeah. So whatever yeah. you whatever you were doing for that vertical abduction to yeah. execute the pull up was aggravating the bicep tendonitis. Yeah. So hopefully with doing the hang therapy and doing the mm-hmm. you know the, a little bit of rest from the shoulder work that 
it'll teach you how to do those pull-ups right so that doesn't right. aggravate it. Yeah. But I would say, you know, if something's flaring it up, to not do Just, it. Just, yeah, stop. And, yeah. You're, and, and to, like, your, your pull-ups you were probably doing right. You know, it's just getting affected because, right. like, that's a that's the difference between a push and a pull movement right. anyway. So it could just be aggravating because you're initiating those muscles. Yeah. So, I mean, you could just have, uh, you know, right. some tendonitis in there yeah. that just needs to be... And I would say as a rule of thumb to, to go as pain permits for tendonitis. Like, yeah. it's not really good working through the pain right. on it. Right. You know, there should be some exercises in PT that you can do that don't... There's been a couple of things, yeah, that I've looked up that I'll do with like very lightweight, yeah, um, that are specifically supposed to be for that, yeah. Uh, and I, I think there's like something to be said since we're talking about just kind of working through injuries and working out with injuries and all that stuff. Uh, the pain permits mentality is also like, um, just f- for instance, if you have a uh, you know an injury in your shoulder, or in your bicep, or your upper body. You know, um, but you're still mentally you want to work out. So you're you're working out your legs. Just be careful. You know, your whole body might just need a little bit of a rest. Yeah. That's interesting. So yeah. you know, I've definitely, like, I think done that. I was like, yeah. well, I can't do this. I might as well. I, like, I'll I'll work hard on yeah. that. And it's like, yes, to a certain extent, that's good. That's keeping you active and keeping you mentally engaged. But at the same time, sometimes your body just needs a fucking eight to ten hours sleep that night you know, yeah. or the next couple of days to like recover. Yeah. I can feel that. Cause I feel like because I wasn't doing any upper body stuff, I'd finish my squats and then I'd be like, well, I still want to be here a little bit longer. Yeah. So then I'd do like split squats or then I'd do something else or like lunges or something. Um, and when, but then I would squat two days later and be like, my legs still are pretty tired from yeah. two days ago. Um, so I do feel like I might do that a little bit. Yeah. 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 Over overworking them. I feel like with pull-ups, just because this was like, have you ever heard of, I don't know if it's a legit thing, but there's like a website I found. It's called 50 pull-ups. Basically, it's just this program that's supposed to like uh, train you towards being able to do 50 pull-ups. Wow. And when I was lifting a lot, I could probably do like 15 in a row. Yeah. And then, but how forever I would sort of work out is I'd max out on the first set. Then I'd do maybe... Like, so let's say I did 14 or 15 on the first set. The next one I would maybe get to nine and the next one I'd do five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as I was trying to get back to it, the, I guess it might be just like sort of basic stuff, but, um, they're like, well, whatever your max is start with, I forget what the percentage is. It was pretty sweet, but I I would start like maybe like I do a set of three, then I do five, then I do three, then I do three. And then I would try to max out and maybe get five or six. Right. And then next week it would go up a little bit, but it's always like that kind of pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked great. And like, especially cause it's like, I think I get the same thing with squats now where once I've been doing a couple of sets and I feel primed, it feels good and it feels good to max out that last set. So it feels better to get my like six or seven on my last one after I've been doing a couple of sets than doing it on the first one and then having it go down. Yeah. I mean that that could also be uh, I mean, there's there's muscle fatigue there that's causing that to yeah. happen, but it's also a mental game I right. think of like you know technically you're only doing nine pull ups right. before you do that set of six yeah so um, your normal fifteen that you've already you know right blew it all on right uh, to get that next set you don't feel like you can get through right. as many so it's just kind of like you know, 
that also that mentality of like, ah, oh man, I only have, right. I, I only have to do three, right, a set, and you're really going to be focused on form, right. So then, as you focus on that form, also your form's getting better, so then you're going to be able to do more as well. I mean, I, I, that's what. Yeah, I don't know. Seems. I'd have to like look at it to see because I'm, I'm wondering like if there's some way that the volume stacked to where you get like. Because, like, so pull-ups, there's a lot of, like, ancillary muscles, like your yeah, grip, right. your forearms, all that right. stuff that kind of starts to break down, you know, to where they're like, well, figure out how to do volume while those muscles are already fatigued, you right. know? So it's like you're doing your volume at the end where you have a little pre-fatigue happening. So then you get comfortable, like, in the higher reps, you know, like, experiencing oh, that, yeah. that grip fatigue or something. I don't yeah. know, maybe. Yeah. It could be huh. cool. Like, it's worth, you know, it's come up before where people wanted to, like, get their pull-ups up. It's like a weird, yeah. Anybody that's done the, the physical fitness, we talked yeah. about it before on here to where yeah. you, if you didn't, if you miss presidential, cause you couldn't get the pull-ups. Yeah. It's uh, like yeah. a weird it obsession. You, yeah. Uh, I'll look at, it. I'll look at, it. I'll give it a try. Sounds cool. 50 pullups.com. I think that's what it's called. Can I ask you guys about one other? Yeah. Ask away. So, um, we're just out of time though. No, I'm <laughs> fresh. Out. You we'll, won't get to it later. <laughs> when we're off, you won't answer it in person. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just sit and look at our phones. So one day I wasn't, I wasn't working out with Ify and I had <laughs> reading like whatever random websites I, I, I look at for like lifting stuff. Um, one was talking about a sequence instead of a, a, a five by five. They called it like a wave. Have you, so it's like you do um, uh, five reps then, and then you increase the weight and do four reps. Then you increase the weight and do three, three reps. Then your next uh, set, you do the amount of weight you did at four reps for five and then it stacks up again, and then you try to do one more wave. Does that make sense? All in the same workout, like in yeah, the same day? Yeah, so you day? do like you do like nine. Okay. Nine sets. Yeah, yeah, where the first one's almost like a warm-up, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what? I haven't heard of it. I don't know. I've I'm, heard of it. I've never really done any It's like a load progression yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's one of those, so that's... I mean, I think that anytime you are changing your angle on something mm-hmm. and how you're how you're loading your how you're handling your load and what your volume is. So once you're used to doing something like right. if you get used to doing those five by fives and then you incorporate something like this, I think there's going to be some benefit to yeah. it because it's it's literally just different. Like it's different. It's causing a different different cellular adaptation, right. you know, to take place. Yeah. But um, as far as like the science behind it, like I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But I mean, it's not, I mean, from the way you described it, it just sounds like a, I mean, a pretty structured, uh, like a pyramid pyramid. Yeah. yeah. And I think like there's something maybe mentally for me in it that I know when I'm going up in weight, I'm doing a little less reps. So it's like, Oh, I only need to do three of these. It's like, yeah, I'm going up 10 pounds, but I only have to do three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there, and there's like, there's so much of that mind stuff in there too, because it's like, Four versus three versus five versus right. six. It's all right. kind of negligible. I right. mean, it's like at the end of the day, it's time under tension, right. you know? But I think like if it if it satisfies something in you mentally, right. you know, or scratches some itch there or is like some kind of hack into your brain to where you can work yeah. around it, I, mean, it's I the say whole, go for it. It's, it's like the 531, yeah. uh, that, uh, that kind of uh, structure of like, you know, five reps that right. first week, three reps that next week. One rep maxes that next week, and right. then you go back up to five, increasing your right. five reps. 
you know, yeah, uh, just gets you mentally going like, well, I know this is my lighter one, right? And then this is my middle of the road, and then I'm going for my max yeah. this next week, you know. So it gets you trying things yeah. which maybe you wouldn't before, yeah. and then um, you know, if you're stuck with like a certain weight or a certain routine, I think that kind of stuff that has like a real sound concrete structure to it that's easy to follow sure. is like a good mental break too mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, just follow that, you know, as opposed to, you know, three sets, eight to 10 reps. Yeah. Incline. Yeah. Incline, taking it. But you know yep. what I mean? Like you can do, that, same, you can do that same shirt, for, that same shit for like 10 years yeah. and yeah. then never change it up. So I would, I would buy a new shirt and change that shit <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Gotta. God bless you. <laughs> hey, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, why don't we answer an email since uh, we've got these shirts on? Oh boy. Fish. Fish. Do you fish. listen to fish? I don't. I never uh, got we, a, we ask it every we time. Ask it every- and we have to say that we don't. We, <laughs> yeah, we don't ever have to say that. What's that? I have to. I don't want yeah. people to think I listen You're to right. fish. You're right. But then we say, like, hey, we respect them as musicians. We do. And I guess maybe some of these people listen to it. <laughs> oh, boy. I was problematic. I uh, did listen to the Rogers episode, and I feel like I should admit that I've probably been to more Dave Matthews concerts than any other band. <laughs> <laughs> like in high school, I probably went to six. Yeah. Wow. Stays with you. Uh, there you go. Yeah. What about that guy? The violin guy is great, right? Oh yeah. yeah. The boy. Yeah. He was a ripped guy. Yeah, dude. We, yeah. we got to get him on here. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Could you imagine just him flipping his dreads and shredding? <laughs> what program that is he on? I mean, I don't know. I've never seen a more buff musician in my oh, life. Yeah. Like, just yeah. vests. Yeah, that's yeah, like he just wears dress. Yeah. yeah, God, what a cool, like I, that's that was a huge part of the band. It's like you have that guy, and it's like a instant cool credibility. Yeah. it's like yeah. nobody else. And he's playing the violin, and you're like, yeah, that whole this thing. asshole's wearing. Oh no, he's not an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right, this is actually good because we didn't talk about food that much. So oh, cool. um, this can get us into some food. And stuff. this was from askthedumbbells at gmail.com is where you can email us questions like this one that's about to happen. Yep. Uh, okay. Hi, guys. First off, love the pod. Thanks. I've been a listener from day one all uh, the way up yeah. here in Ottawa, Canada. Ooh. Ooh. Cool. I'm Canadian. Tr- yeah, I love Canadian. Canadian. Uh, we love uh, those Canucks up P- there, poutine. you fucking Canucks. Hey, easy. Uh, we love them. Uh, I'm 23-year-old male. Good young demo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Advertisers love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was ru- probably 22 when we started. Yeah, yeah. We got this guy at 22. <laughs> yeah. Roughly 150 pounds at five foot ten. I've been working out consistently three to four days a week uh, for the better part of a year. Um, I've always been athletic, but I've found it very difficult to put on any kind of mass. I feel like I've plateaued in my workouts, but just recently began squatting over the last month or so, which, um, as I take from past answers, may give me the boost that I'm needing. Um, I work at, I work from 8 to 5 p.m. every day. So given that, I work out in the morning. Uh, packing both a breakfast and a lunch is a little cumbersome, not to mention any snacks. I'm also a little nervous to begin drastically changing my diet as I don't want to put on a ton of body fat. Any, recommend, any recommendations as to meal planning or specifically what I should be eating to add mass but remain lean? Is the adage, eat your weight and protein, something I should give credence to? Uh, picks or it didn't happen, Zach. Nice. Thanks, Zach. But, uh, yet no picks. Does he want picks from us? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Zach, we'll, t- we'll snap a, a picture of ourselves helping you to I prove guess. that it happened, yeah. I guess. Um, um, yeah. Uh, as far as uh, eating-wise, mm-hmm. uh, your weight and protein, 
I, I think that's a good benchmark to kind of like focus in on. I mean, that so ends you think up being you should eat 150, 150 pounds in protein? No, no, grams. No, you, grams. Want, you said eat your weight in protein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I would figure that it would be grams to uh, to pounds. Mm-hmm. So that'd be 150 grams of protein a day. That's a lot. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of work to get to that. Uh, but uh, you can you can also just stay within 80 percent of your body weight. So. Uh, if you don't want to change up your diet too much. So 80% of that would probably be like 120 grams of protein per day, which is a good amount of protein. Um, if you are trying to put on muscle or weight, you, there's a chance that you are going to be putting on some uh, body fat as well, especially if you're doing any kind of loading phase and you really want to put on that weight. Um, so uh, so that's naturally going to happen. Um, and then you would lean out after that. But for the most part, uh, if you don't want to necessarily put on any body fat as that's happening, it's just going to be a longer road. Yeah. I, you're a young guy. Yeah. Uh, 22 when you started listening. 23, 23 now. now. <laughs> <laughs> you're Canadian. Uh, your name's Zach. Uh, All I'm of just, these facts are true. <laughs> <laughs> and are important in our answer. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here's, here's what I would say. So you've plateaued now with whatever your current eating program is. Don't want to put on any body fat. All you have to do is make a slight adjustment to whatever you're doing now. So that could come in the way of like a protein shake. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you get like some kind of protein powder um, and we've talked about it before, the the food and flavor technology is really good now. They're very palatable. They used to be fucking horrifying, Zach. Let me tell you. Powdery. yeah. Like the worst garbage imaginable. I mean, if we're talking late 80s, early 90s, big cell phones. Big yeah. cell phone. I mean, there was only one taste of chocolate and vanilla. Yeah. And it was and so it So much sugar, too. Oh, yeah, man. it was horrible. It tasted like Similac baby formula or something. But um, the most expensive. <laughs> but uh, so I would say, I would say like look into like a protein shake because you're, you're already whining to us about having to pack breakfast, lunch, <laughs> not to mention snacks. Uh, just do like a protein powder and then you could like, you could be like, okay, I'm adding 40 grams a day of protein by way of protein right. powder. You're not going to put on a ton of body fat and you're not going to pick up any bad habits because it's not like you're adding in like a egg McMuffin every day that becomes like an expectation. So to add that protein powder in and see what happens. I bet with the squats, with a little extra protein, you'll probably put a little weight on and, and to, um, to agree with Eugene, it's, you know, if you're not willing to put on a little junk weight, it's going to be a longer road. But, yeah. you know, if you're not in any hurry, I would say that's the way to go. Yeah, sure. Brandon, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's someone who, it sounds you're like a you have gainer. a, yeah, you, it sounds like you have a fast metabolism. I do too. And I definitely remember being like, well, how do I put up, get as much weight on as I can? One, I never worried about getting fatter and I never really had to. Like, I guess it might like in a very small way, but if you're getting, your muscles are getting bigger. That sort of like distracts from the yeah. fat. Also, if you're yeah. if you're a person who has a fast metabolism and haven't had a really an issue with food, and are happy with the way that you're eating, you're going to be going into this very focused of adding that weight. So you're not going to probably put on too much of that yeah. fat. Yeah, and I also think as long as it's not like just bad food, if it's just a lot of food, it's yeah. all good. So like. I That's, remember when I was getting like the biggest I was, it was when I was in college and I had an unlimited dining hall plan. Sure. And I just <laughs> eat as much as I could all the time. And I never really got fat and gained a lot of weight. Uh, here's a question for you guys, which might relate to him. Cause he said he had a hard time packing things. I feel like I've read recently, like 
the the thing about like you should have the food evenly through the day might not matter, which is like total calories. So it's like if you eat like if you don't want to pack something through the day, just eat a huge meal when you get home yeah. or eat a huge meal before and you're yeah. still good. You're still getting that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've definitely, we're, I would say you both, Eugene and I fall on the side of being, kind of being over the, uh, you got to have to yeah. <laughs> eat every yeah. two hours. Every two hours yeah. on a, on a I, strict uh, regimen, have like your block. Right. Your block meals, yeah, because we're more in we're more in line with the uh, intermittent fasting, yeah. right. gut rest, uh, calories when you can get them type thing, and then narrowing your food window. But for for him who has to, yeah, he has to work out in the morning, I believe he said, and right. you know you do want to. Ex- I would say that it, there is something to getting calories immediately after yeah. a workout, especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to put size on. So that's why I was I was saying that the powder, you know, it's something yeah. you can potentially store at work, yep. yeah. Or in like a naps rucksack. What do they have in Canada? Rucksacks. Uh, I think they're rucksacks. I think they're just like little. Uh, they're sticks with the the spindle with the little uh, fucking uh, yeah. Pa- yeah. What are those basket called? on it? A picnic basket. <laughs> Even a stick with a picnic. <laughs> Ottawa, the capital of your country. <laughs> um, what are those sticks called? A bundle. A bundle. Bindle. 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 Bindle is what it's called. Uh, bindle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like that's you, my nickname. <laughs> Oh, can I, so like, I would also say like when I was getting the most weight, I would also drink a, a creatine thing afterwards. Oh yeah, the creatine will I do love it. Me, me some creatine. I mean, and that worked. I mean, some of it in the beginning, I guess is water weight. But yeah, it's it like, is. holy shit, I gained five pounds this week. Wow. Yeah. Creatine mm-hmm. is the shit. Yeah, I but I mean, love it's, creatine. Yeah. If you put on like seven or eight pounds of water weight, three of it's not, or from creatine, you know, five of it could be water weight, but right. three of it's not. And yeah. if you're a really hard gainer, take it where you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. So creatine's a good, safe supplement that you can take um it's also falls nice in line with resistance training and uh really good research peer-reviewed research on it and then there's all kinds of different loading phases and stuff you yeah. can do uh which have come out to pretty much not uh don't need to load you don't just need to st- load anymore start with the maintenance just start with the maintenance and stick with it for a couple of months i mean i yeah i i loved me some creatine you know pre uh kong <laughs> Pre con, oh yeah, 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 buffed up for con. Yeah, to just put like a just to get that little thicker of extra, of a, yeah, seventies yeah, kind of build. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> it was that seventies kind of like if yeah. you were a big guy, you just yeah, kind of had big, like yeah. Yeah. a bulky set, which I naturally like am a little bit just of a stockier guy, but that definitely, yeah, uh, yeah, gave me able, the, yeah, yeah, pull off holding that gun and stuff <laughs> and having that make sense, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, creatine. Cool. Good stuff. Sweet. Let's uh, let's uh, see what what Twitter has to say to us. Twitter. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. You listen to Missy Elliott at all? Um, it's been a little bit, but I like Missy Elliott. Yeah. Not as much as Dave Matthews. Oh uh, no, never as much. You do you listen to current Dave Matthews? Does is he still make new music? I don't, I don't know. know. Good question. I guess no. Um, I guess no, I your don't. answer is no. Yeah. You weren't listening to Missy when you were lumberjacking as a baby out in the Adirondacks? Did <laughs> you eat a lot of lumberjack there? breakfasts? Uh, what are those? Pancakes? Pancakes there and was, waffles? What, is, what was the lumberjack? What's a lumberjack? Hotcakes? <laughs> there was a restaurant we would have breakfast at called the Lumberjack. <laughs> oh, really? And you could have, yeah. That's fine. Uh, 
I remember like hotcakes. Uh, Dave Tooney, uh, friend of the show, Dave Tooney tweeted a while back. Not my friend, your friend of the show. <laughs> my friend of the show, Dave Tooney. <laughs> this is just one of those like throwaway tweets, but I thought it was so funny. He was like, uh, shouldn't unlimited pancakes just be called three or four pancakes? <laughs> it's true. It's like yeah. literally all you could do, but yeah. you're like, oh, unlimited pancakes, you know. Shout out to your friend. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Okay, this is uh, coming to us from at. Shay Jessam. Jassam. Got it. Shay Jassam. Uh, is Pilates reformer, quote unquote, waits, question mark? Uh, I mean, it kind of. So sim- the reformer is the machine, right? Yeah, You're in the you machine. Slide there. In you it, slide yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, it's the flat version of that Chuck Norris. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So body weight, um, because I don't think it's adding any resistance. It's flat. So are you on an inversion at all on the reformer? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think I did it, it once. Yeah. I think you're at a slight inversion. Yeah. yeah. Slight inversion. So yep. I guess that, you know, with gravity could be, you know, weights. Here's the thing. You're not going to get. So the, the real benefit you get from weights, um, outside of like making your muscles bigger is bone density. Uh, or like an added benefit from weights you get is bone density. And I think to really get the full benefit of that, to overuse the word benefit, did I, I say it, it 65 <laughs> times I in love, three I love seconds? hearing all this benefit. Brandon, do you feel like I've overused benefit in the Not last enough. 30 seconds? You got to drive it home. Okay. Uh, I think you have to load up a little bit. Yeah. Um, you also get the calorie burn that you would from loading up. And then you also get the, uh, you also increase your muscle mass enough to increase to increase <laughs> your calorie burning <laughs> potential. You haven't said increase the big bet. <laughs> so I would say keep Pilates what it is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say count it as weights. Yeah. You're going to definitely get some toning. Uh, I think it's, I think there's huge benefit to it. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say omit it from your workouts by any stretch. Right. But I would say, you know, if you wanted to build the majority of your workouts around Pilates, fine. But I would say have a day in there where you do some, uh, some, some resistance training for yeah. sure. Where or, you actually or load just, up, you know, Put some uh, ankle weights and some wrist weights on while you're on yeah. that machine or a, a fucking weight vest, a 20 pound weight vest on. Could yeah. you imagine? Oh, no way. I did. I did just get a weight vest to hike with and that's great. That's how, really much, cool. how much? 20 pounds. Yeah. I did it because I hike with my wife and I want more exercise than yeah. I get if I'm hiking with my wife who likes to kind of chill and have a. So if I use a weight vest, it's sort of good for both of us. That's a good compromise yeah. for a wife. Hike. It is. It is. I'd done the same thing. I got a 40 pound vest here. Oh, nice. But, uh, you know, I'd put like 20 pounds in and I'd put it on and Trisha's response is, okay, so <laughs> am I not doing anything? <laughs> so that yep. went away okay. and, uh, and I just use it to run on other days. Yeah. Uh, I hired a guy to backpedal and hold focus pads for me <laughs> while I'm hiking with my <laughs> the best. That's yeah. you can get that. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, it's Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> I love holding pads. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how. How did you like the Pilates? Did you enjoy? It? It's cool, right? I mean, it feels yeah. good. Like I always feel good doing it. Kind of getting um, that. Yeah, I liked it. it. It was. I guess it may have been just where I was in my life at the time. It was like uh, didn't capture my focus it was sort of a little yeah. slow paced for me at the time i probably would like it more now if i went back to it yeah i mean there's stuff that i noticed in doing it like um 
inside thigh, like adductors oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And then, then like, if you, if you're having a hard time engaging your core or pulling core in, you know, doing like a really core cue specific, uh, training like Pilates can help that. So if you don't have that kind of body awareness, um, yeah. or you feel like you have a lot of like muscle imbalances, I feel like it can help that a lot too. Yeah. But I don't think it's a one for one on weights, Shay, unfortunately. Yeah. What I remember the most from it is like a better like pelvis awareness. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, this is in line and yeah. this isn't. Yeah. Right. It's getting that tilt sorted out yeah. so that you got a neutral spine, neutral pelvis. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, that came to us from Twitter, guys. So if you have a short form question, uh, get us at Twitter. Yeah. Uh, at the dumbbells. Uh, if you have long form questions, you can get us at us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Brandon, is there anything that you feel? You want to plug? Or even that you don't feel like you should, but you are going to plug it anyway? <laughs> We're forcing you to plug something, so oh, man. don't be shy. Uh, you got Twitter you want to throw out there? You gotta- sure. Twitter's uh, at Brandon J. Gardner. I don't tweet super much. I got Instagram, same address. Nice. That's the place to hit up. That's you got to hit him up out there. Yeah. yeah, He's got some great You doing uh, Instagram stories? I haven't gotten into that yet. Do you do any Instagrams of you uh, working out with Iffy? No, I need to. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We should get some pics or it didn't happen over there. Uh, yeah. Gold's gym is a super cool gym too. Like it's. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's, and it's got one of the best gym floors of any gym. <laughs> and it's really? yeah. not that expensive. I like, I don't know if they want, I got like a rate that was like $30 a month. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Actually, I would say this is like, don't get higher than that. Cause they have promotions for that rate every two months. Yeah. <laughs> so don't get, oh, so don't good. pay 60 or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those gyms where the management works out and you can tell because it's like, it's, it's, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's a fit person. Like they, you could tell that they use all the equipment. It's all, everything works all the time. The protein shakes in there are good as shit too. Yeah. You'll see some pretty good B to C level celebrities. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. B2C. Well, there you go. There you go. Gold's gym right there on uh coal on coal. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, check that out, Zach from Ottawa. Make yeah. a trip out there. Make it, make it, come on down. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach us socially, uh, you can at um, the dumbbells, and that's Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Twitter. Uh, email us again at um, askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Yeah, and also uh, rate us and review us. Give us five stars, and then we'll read your iTunes handle like we did in the middle of the show there and give you a little custom piece of motivation yeah. with our guests. We'll nudge at you. We'll nudge at you. So feel free to do that as well and keep on uh, sending us pics. Yeah, 31 for fun. Uh, people have been doing great. Yeah. Got a lot of cool tweets on that. We'll post some of those, some of that pic proof, but it's it's hard. It's, it's a, a hard, hard challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've this- got a bunch of texts from friends uh, who <laughs> listen to it and be like, how many rounds? And yeah. it's like, Hey, get through one. Yeah. Get through one. Yeah. If you can so get all the way don't through. forget about the scale back component, guys. Yeah. If it's if it's too much or you're not doing it right, just scale back. Do what yeah. you can do. It's fine to keep it at once one round for a while. Yeah. You know, and then maybe by the end, if you're getting up to two, that's great. And this, that's, and this could be a workout that's not just for me. Like you're just doing that uh, for like the next couple of months, and that's like your workout, and you're trying to, you know, again get stronger, increase the sets after a month. You know, uh, but cool. Cool, cool. Okay, on behalf of myself, uh, Eugene, and our wonderful guest today, Brandon, I want to remind all of you out there to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Emma Eileen. 
Come on, Emma Eileen. Get your body right. That was a hit, guys.